Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cultural stew. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to episode 45 for the week of November 18th, 2019. My name is Ron Herkins Jr. and I am here with my co-host... Valerie Vidmar. Valerie the Hobbler Vidmar. I am. I'm on crutches. She decided to bring in a crutch today and beat me over the head with it to get us uh, back into recording again. Yeah. <laughs> we are all over the place. Way, way too many stairs in this building. Yeah, unfortunately. There is a big elevator, but you got to park in the back. To Looks get terrifying. To I'm not doing it. It's a huge freight elevator. No, no. I, I have <laughs> I brought a piano a up seven in that year, thing. I have a seven-year-old. She's not going in there. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been a couple interesting weeks in TV and uh, movies and a lot of stuff have come out, a lot of stuff. Have... So what we're going to do is we're going to change up the format a little bit and just uh, hodgepodge the crap out of this episode and see how that works. Um, as usual, spoilers may come up and I'm not going to hesitate from saying a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear about it, um, skip forward. There's notes that tell us where things are. So um, I like spoilers if we're talking about something, especially if you've already seen it and you can kind of compare what you want. Um, one of the biggest news from this week uh, for me was Disney Plus is launched. Okay, so Jason said something about Jason's my husband, in case anybody's tuning in for the first time. Welcome. Um, and Jason's. <laughs> yeah, Jason's in France and <laughs> showing me all over. Hey, I'm in the Eiffel Tower. No kidding. I'm at the Eiffel Tower and here's Notre Dame and. I'm sitting there with two kids. I'm exhausted. I'm like terrible and I'm trying to pie train a dog. Um, so then did you know I got a dog? Yes. Okay. Yep. Right. Sorry. I think that happened. I'm sure it happened before the last time. <laughs> I, my, I'm really tired. Anyway, um, my question about Disney plus yeah. was that Jason says something about, um, there being a deal through, uh, and if you had Android or if you had not, not Android, um, it's Verizon. Oh, you Verizon. You get a full free year through Verizon. Okay. Is that, do you have Verizon? I do not. No. I do. If you have it, then sign up for it and get your free year. And, uh, I will. it basically works on pretty much every device you have. You just sign up on the website? Yep. Okay. Uh, for the Verizon thing, I don't know. You might have to sign up through a Verizon link or something. I don't know. You have to do a search for that one. Mm-hmm. But for those who don't have that special opportunity to get just a year free, um, oh. it is six ninety nine per month. Look at Verizon's. Oh, yeah, bam! Yeah, that yeah. That, you go to VerizonWireless.com <laughs> and they're like, "Hello, we have it. You don't." So uh, yeah, Disney Plus launched on Tuesday and immediately crashed. I um, heard that. And 
you know, it's, it's just the kind of the little bit of growing pains that you had here. Um, the next day they came out and said, hey, we had 10 million people sign up on the first day. I mean. So, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of crash. Um, I think I was uh, mentioned on Kendra or Kendra commented on something I said that, you know, they were accepting pre-orders. They should have what they've done is make like a month of like those who had ordered the pre-ordered or done the pre-order get in for the first month and then they open it up and it kind of would have like eased the, uh, uh, the growth a little bit there. But anyways, Disney plus is now live and I've had absolutely no problems. I came home at like three o'clock that afternoon and immediately went on it and I've had no issues whatsoever. Um, there are a couple gripes I have with the app itself. There is no like, um, how almost every other, TV application or Netflix or anything, they all have like a resume watching. Yeah. It, it doesn't exist. You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah. So if you're like in the middle of something and you close the app or go do something else and you come back to it, there's no resume. That's bad. But however, if you go to that, it does pick up off where you left off. It just, there's what? no. I don't understand. Okay. You mean it doesn't stay up on your screen? No, like how in Netflix you have like a resume watching. Yes. You know, has your, like, these are the things that you've been watching here. You can just click on one. You can resume watching it. There isn't, that doesn't exist. You You actually have to like, Hey, you want to go watch Pirates of the Caribbean? You want to continue watching it? You You have to go type in Pirates of the Caribbean, click on it, and it'll resume where you left off. I think they'll fix that. I would have hoped that they would have been like one of their first things to say, Oh, we kind of need that. (laughs) I mean, they had a test group, I'm sure. Yeah, it was uh, one of the Nordic countries, like Sweden, I think. I think Sweden was Why there. wouldn't they have an, an American test group? I don't know. We're the wacko ones that feel like we have to have everything now. Yeah. Um, so it launched. There's tons of back catalog stuff in there. Almost all the Marvel movies, almost all the Star Wars movies, almost all the Pixar movies. Um, a couple of things aren't on there right now because of they have existing license agreements with Netflix, with HBO, like other things so that not everything can be on there um, at the moment. It's just the way everything works out. Um, I just enrolled. Did you? I did just now. But but does it have the old stuff? Old stuff? Like, oh, I mean, it, are we it talking, has, does it have bed, like Bedknobs and Broomsticks I and Mary Poppins? I believe I saw Bedrooms and, and I know Mary Poppins bedrooms. is on there. <laughs> Um, bed knobs and broomsticks. And so yeah, there, there's tons. I mean, there's over 700 stuff that was put on there from their back catalog. Okay. That includes like animated series that you may have forgotten. Like all of a sudden I saw like Willow's on there, Flight of the Navigator's on there, you know, like stuff from the 80s. Like, oh, wow. Um, wasn't expecting those, but they're on there. Um, the new stuff that's on there, however, is... One of the ones that really got me going was Mandalorian, which is a new Star Wars um, TV series that's directed or directed slash created by John Favreau, who also was part of the Marvel Universe. Um, and it is that makes paying the six ninety nine a month completely worth it. So you don't get anything for free. Why would I get anything for free? It kind of looks like the the um, the way it's laid out. It does look very Netflix, like Netflix. Yeah, I mean, you come down to it, there's really no easier way to sort out movies and films. Nostalgic movies. 
It just cracks me up, all these different documentaries. There's my Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, we've watched the first two episodes of it. The kids liked it a really? lot. Really? Yeah. Okay, good. It's really cool. Um, but man, oh, Mandalorian. These are cute. All the shorts. Mandalorian is phenomenal. She's now distracted. So this. Well, now it's like has gone Lady and the, the Tramp is already out. Yeah, that was launch day. Oh, weird. It's weird. Go back a couple episodes. I believe I said that that was going to happen. <laughs> Probably. I don't really listen to what you say. See? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so cool. I need to get out of that so it doesn't suck up my battery. Bye-bye. So if you're a Star Wars fan, Mandalorian is on there. If you're a kid fan, there's a couple new shows on there. Um, a kid fan? Kid shows. Fans. Kids. Okay. For kids. Okay. <laughs> um, and the other thing that came out, um, also a week before that was Apple TV+. Plus. Um and that is, you can only get that really if you just have the Apple TV. There are a couple, I think they might be putting on some of the downloadable TVs, but the Apple TV Plus, um, there's a couple good shows on there that I found so far. The one that we've been watching, and so they released a couple of them. They released three episodes when it first came out, and then they're going to be releasing one episode each week. What is it? Uh, so the one of the first ones and that got the girls entertained is called For All Mankind. Mm-hmm. And it, basic premise is what would happen if the Soviets landed on the moon before we did? How would that change history? They did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and How? You, That's interesting. Yeah. And so you see like NASA basically just being completely deflated that, okay, now we're losing to the Russians and the whole space race takes a different angle. And then the Russians put up a female up there first before we do. Oh, and so geez. then it drives all of a sudden they put women into the NASA program and bump some <laughs> of the NASA men back on the different things. Then they're looking for water on the moon and they're going to put a moon base up there. I so mean, is this just, like around the um, NASA family, like, are you in NASA? Yeah, you're you're into the all the like the the kids, the the wives, everything. Are we uh, walking and talking as we are? Is this like an Aaron Sorkin kind of thing? Like it's a busy, busy go go. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like at NASA, I feel like NASA is like a busy place, so they have people walking and running around all over the place talking. And I'm just wondering if the camera's following them or if you have stills, like rooms people are talking, and you just have. It's a mix of both. I mean, it's. I just think it's a it's a good show so far. I've we've really enjoyed it. I think it's up to episode five now, and hmm. it's interesting having the women introduced into the NASA program earlier in a different way, and how the men deal with it, because it's what? a completely different. I mean, this is in the middle of. So what year is that? Well, sixty nine was when the we landed on the moon. So, right. So 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 between. Episode one and episode five, I think we get up to 1973. Okay. And so you're dealing with, you know, one of them, one of the women, her husband is in Vietnam and he just comes back from Vietnam and we're dealing with like the effects of that. We're dealing with the side of a male being, instead of, the, it's just the women watching the men go up and it's their, their wives that are there. It's one of them is a male and he has a lot of, issues and anxiety and it's dealing with stuff that like people during that time period wouldn't have dealt with very well. Um, so there's that, there's a 
interesting show called Dickinson, um, based on Emily Dickinson, but it's kind of loose. It's got Haley Steinfeld in it. It's kind of just like a rip remake, not a rip remake, a rip, uh, take on it. Um, you have to have an open mind to watch it because it's just kind of a little bit off the wall. You know, it's got some modern music thrown in it with some modern like slang and stuff. But I think I can take it. We liked it. Um, and then there's another one uh, called C with Jason Momoa. Um, I've only watched one episode of that one, but I liked what I saw. And he likes water. S E E C. Oh, C. Where everybody on that just totally everybody on Earth is all blind. And so they're all living in a blind world. And his babies, they're not technically his babies, but they have sight. Uh Uh-oh. And that's how the first episode ended. So I'm just kind of waiting on that one. That's kind of cool. I'm doing my own version of Netflix where I'm just like, okay, I like this show, but I want to binge it. So I'm just going to wait till all the episodes come on and then watch it through. That sounds really interesting, but I don't have an Apple TV. Right. So... And, uh, but Disney's following the same suit. They're releasing weekly. They're not doing. They're doing the the HBO way. Well, it's the way to stretch out things. I mean, I found this, like, even with the stuff with Netflix, I love binging. But when you binge 10 episodes over the course of a day, day and a half, and you're left without that show and you're like, huh, now what? And it's like, they, they put in all that effort to make a show and- if you look at it from a TV perspective, that's six months worth of calendar year. All right. Okay. But now if you blow all that calendar year in one day, you now have to wait a whole year instead of you're waiting six months from the end to the next. Well, most beginning. of the stuff that I'm watching is, you know, seasons and seasons and seasons. Work. Yeah. Well, Netflix, Netflix really changed how we view things. Right. So I can. I mean, if you wanted to watch seasons, you'd had to wait until the DVD came out. Or the VHS tapes came out and then rewatch them. And by then, you're well into the next season if you're watching them up to date. Now Netflix comes out and they just... I'm normally like two or three years behind. And so they're all there. And so that's how I got to like watch The Americans, which I never get a chance to. And I loved it. And I, th- I think there's some shows that really work well in the binge format. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that you just keep that high going of how the wave... 24... Yeah, I, I never watched it in oh. that format in a in a binge format because it was off. It was done by the time that came out. I will say that Downton Abbey did fine with every with every week. Yeah, you know, with every week thing, it was something to look forward to. This nice thing to look forward to. So the binging of it is no. I mean, it's okay, but I didn't mind having that thing to look forward to. So I see what you're saying, but. If you're waiting for all of them to load up so you can binge them, maybe you just wait. No, binge I binge th- two and then. No, what I said I was doing is we're watching a couple of them and the other ones I'm just waiting till they binge because I just feel like the stories will flow better in my mind. Like Mandalorian, I can't wait to, for the next episode. So we're watching it like episode, episode. Same with For All Mankind. We like it. We're just watching it episode, episode as it comes out instead of. That's what I do with Hulu. I let. This is us build up, and then I watch tons of This Is Us, and then cry. Yep. I think that's pretty much what everyone does. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything 
I didn't really watch anything new. I feel like I did, but I don't. I'm I'm all back with people giving me, which is fine because sometimes you just miss a show, and somebody says, "Hey, did you watch this show?" I've never even heard of it. So um, I started watching Pole Dark because people started talking to me about it. I'd never heard of it, and so I was talking to other people. They'd never heard of it. So Pole Dark was actually it's on um, Amazon Prime and it's a masterpiece theater thing. Um, Ross Poldark is the main character and I dig it. <laughs> I dig Ross. Speaking of Amazon Prime, Man in the High Castle season three just came out. I've been watching the um, commercials for that and it looks really good. I just rock, I watched episode one last night. What'd you think? Well, about the same what I think of the rest of the series. I think it's it's decent. Yeah. It's enough to keep me motivated to keep watching it. Um but I'm running into the there's so much crap to watch <laughs> issue. Right. <laughs> so it's I'm kind of glad that it's the last season because it's like, okay, well that's one thing. Because one other thing that got completely missed during all this, Jack Ryan season two came out. <laughs> I've already watched that. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking what I thought of each thing. Like they have a Netflix originals and I just want to go through the, and say, Mindhunter, we both liked it. You is kind of crap, but um, it's a it's a guilty pleasure. The Laundromat, did you see it? What are you, what are you reading? <laughs> I'm just going through like the Netflix originals. Yeah. I did not watch The Laundry Mat yet with Meryl. I can't believe it. But you saw El Camino. We talked about that last week. Um, but I just uh, I think it's interesting because I've always tried to get new shows. And I have tons. I have times when I'm just sitting there on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I watch previews. And then I hit add to watch list. And mm-hmm. I will spend hours doing that. I mean, there's, a, there's a couple on Netflix that I still want to catch that I haven't just haven't had the time and haven't had the there's time and then there's the desire to push myself over the edge to make the time to right. see it and with everything that came out with Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus over the last couple of weeks it's just like uh, and then the theaters are starting to get flooded with films now so it's like okay well those take up more time now too um, in the theaters a couple new, any new trailers pop out to you this week um the girls um made a point of watching the stuff from frozen 2 there was some i guess there was a new trailer for that i don't know or some they zoe happened to find it might be just like the whole bunch of stuff on it but um that comes out this weekend so we have tickets and you know we're going to yeah we're not doing the like big time we're just going to you're not going to dress up (laughs) no we're just going to go to this little movie theater that we like to go to so um one of the trailers that popped out to me that was really funny is sonic the hedgehog got a redo so when sonic the hedgehog first came out earlier this year um a lot of diehard fans of sonic the hedgehog kind of grumbled and threw their arms up in fury saying it doesn't look like sonic the hedgehog it looks like an abomination so they actually went back and redid Sonic. They re-CGI'd the whole character. And now he looks like Sonic. And 
am I going to watch the movie? <laughs> Probably still no, but at least it now looks like Sonic. One of the movies that's out last Christmas, which I have not seen. The one where she gets bird pooped on. Yes. <laughs> but I had no idea that. Okay. So uh, my friend Dustin, who's been on the show, um, well, he went to go see it and loved it. And it's all it has um, George Michael songs all the way through it. It's like a Mamma Mia, ABBA, Last Christmas, George Michael type of thing. Is it a musical? No. Or they just, just stick in the music. Oh, okay. It's not a musical. So he really liked that. And I, I kind of want to see that. It looks kind of cute. And I, I have no desire to see Charlie's Angels. None. No, and it got lambasted pretty hard. Did it? Um, a couple other ones that came out, like with Good Liar um, came out. That's got Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren in it. Um, didn't get a chance to see that. Uh, I did get a chance to see Midway. Oh. Um, I like war films. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> I thought the the fighting and battle scenes were good. I think the story was kind of lacking. I know it's based on real stuff, but it just seems like it was lacking that little extra push. Maybe it was the actors. I just, I didn't get anything out of it emotionally except for, wow, the scenes that they actually did for the battle and whatnot were really good. Um, a movie that I really did like was Harriet. Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't been able to escape. <laughs> um, I really, 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 really love Cynthia Reville. She is, to see her be able to come off of Broadway and just really solidify herself on screen. Now this is her. What was she doing on Broadway? She was in The Color Purple. Oh, okay. Um, Who was she? I can't remember which character she was, but I mean, she was enough that I knew her from that. And then she was in um, Battle of El Royale. Mm. She was the singer in the Battle of El Royale. And then Harriet. And I know there's been other stuff she's been in. These are just the things that have stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. And I think her, her role and I think the depiction of Harriet was fun and needed fun Fun. like it wasn't a you know it it was a dark time yes you know so you could have gone two ways with this film you could have made it really dark and dark very depressing Uh and i think it made it more real but she had a warmth to her that didn't make it feel cold okay if that makes sense yes i don't want to say fun and like yay it was such a happy mickey mouse time (laughs) That was probably the wrong word to use. Um, but I think she was surrounded by a cast that was good, but she just made you feel safe all of them. and not like on edge the entire time, maybe. And what added an interesting little thing is she kept little pieces of snippets of song she kept singing throughout the movie. Hmm. And then her main song, which you can go on YouTube and you can listen to it, um, the main title song for it. Um, is just whatever. And then what threw me off about the whole movie, and I said this to my wife, is like they have, they had the stuff with uh, Cynthia I was okay with. Then you had the normal classical cinema, cinema score happening behind it. 
And then right in the middle of the movie, they play a Nina Simone song. <laughs> and okay. it's just to hear a, a song, you know, I think that was the 60s, 70s song, get thrown right into the middle of it. Like editing wise, they used, it works good. They just used it for... Yeah, they used it like music. as background music for a mm-hmm. sequence of scenes, and it was just like maybe there was editing wise, it worked great, but it was out of character with the rest of the movie. Maybe there's a reason for it. But I'm like even her song, they saved for the end of the movie. They never put her song in anywhere in the movie, which I think fit more than a Nina Simone song right in the middle of it, which was out of character with the film. But if you have a chance to see Harriet, I highly suggest. Yeah. Speaking of out of character. Okay. Um, so I went to, I, this has been out for a long time. I, I, I understand people, but I just now uh, went to see Maleficent because it's something I can take my girls to. Um, and, huh. It was really, um, I'm surprised that Angelina was like, okay with doing it. Um, and we have, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer being horrible, horrible. And I don't know, the whole thing, they had jokes in it. Like making jokes about stuff that wasn't, they weren't really funny. I mean, but they were trying to lighten it up or something. Um, I don't know. I did cry, though, at one point, at toward the end. I cried when Melissa, Maleficent died. And um, she's like on, on the ground. Well, it doesn't matter. They know. These people have already seen this movie. It's been out so long. And she's like on the ground. And I am bawling because this is the only mother she really knew and then of course she starts resurrecting herself into the dragon so that worked out um but it was just kind of blah and i didn't really need to see it so that's kind of a bummer but the one i did want to see and did get to see was today (laughs) so i went out and saw and I, so we both saw it in IMAX. Yes. Ford versus Ferrari. Unfortunately, I didn't do my homework and nothing in it was filmed in IMAX. So it was more of just a blown up 35 mil. That's okay. I felt like I was in the car. Did you feel like you were in the car? No. Oh, where were you seated? Always in the middle. Okay. Well, I felt at times that I was in the car. Um, Did you like the movie? I did. I did. I liked the movie. Um, the the relationship between Bale and Damon, I think, was really good. I mean, the what they were able to bring out of each other in those roles. Bale is just a good actor. He's just good. I mean, as soon as he started talking, his accent is just bam. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I really enjoyed watching him. They didn't turn into anybody else to me. Like, I didn't see them as the character they were playing. They were still, it was just Christian Bale, you know, kind of driving a race car for me. 
I don't know why, but nobody ever really got in. Like I didn't meld the characters together for some reason. I don't know why, but, um, not like the Joker. Like I didn't, I totally fell for that whole thing, but I really enjoyed the relationship he had with his son, um, Bale. I really loved their relationship a lot. And, oh, um, they had a lot of foreshadowing. I thought that was uh, interesting. So, and I felt terrible for the son who, I mean, he's going to have a lot of therapy, this kid. Just because he watched some really horrible things happen. Yeah, I've, I've never researched that part of it, so I don't really know. But You mean if it really happened? No, like what happened with the kid? My guess is he probably became a race car driver. I have no idea. I didn't even know about this. I mean, so, yeah, I didn't even know about this whole story. Yeah, I did. But the whole slowing down thing, I was surprised he did it. But I guess he, I don't know why he did it. Yeah, it was, you know, be a team player. That was the... But then he got screwed. That just sucks. I don't know. You're very tight-lipped about this movie. No, I just, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Um, I enjoyed it. I really felt like um, I liked his relationship with his wife. I, I liked the entire family unit of Christian Bale. Um, Matt Damon... It's always Matt Damon. He's just Matt Damon to me. Just, but he's not not aging that well. But you know, he's doing okay. Them fighting and stuff like that, and her getting a lawn chair and watching. I mean, it was just kind of odd. But I'm like, did that really happen, or did they throw that in for comedy? I'm not sure. Um, I did cry. I, I think it's more of a. It could have been a. Hey, I've seen this before. We've been here. Kind of like a reference. Oh, like, that's fine. I, her doing it, I thought was really funny. Them acting like complete idiots. I was think, thinking, hmm. Oh, that's men for you. I mean, it happens. I want to know if he actually locked the guy in the, the... I mean, I thought that was really interesting. And I really felt for... The Ford guy, when he finally gets stopped because he gets in the race car with Matthew, with Matthew, um, with Matt, and goes around. Um, I'm sorry, we've been saying with Matthew. Carol Shelby. We're, yeah, with Carol Shelby. When Henry Ford II gets in the GT40 with Carol Shelby. Thank you for putting that all together for me. Um, he takes him for a ride, and I would be absolutely terrified. And then, like, it goes on. and I love when Phil goes, right about now is when the uninitiated <laughs> typically spoil themselves. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then when they get done and they stop because he thinks they're going to crash into something and then they turn and stop. And he just starts crying. I truly felt like that was a great acting moment, honestly. Because I thought. I, I love how they made, if you've seen the trailers for it, they made it seem like he was crying because he was scared. Oh, but what he was crying about was he wished his oh, father yeah. had been there to see what is possible with a car. Yeah. 
I never understood it. I never understood. I never got it. And so. But like how they perceived in the trailer was a funny, ha ha, go for a ride in a car. And Henry Ford is, is <sighs> crying because he's scared out of his pants. I thought that was good. Like they didn't give away. Sure. Because everybody, as soon as they saw him get in the car, everybody in the theater that I was in started laughing because like everybody knows what's going to happen. I thought they were going to put him in the car with the other real names. So what's... Ken Giles. Yeah. With Ken. Yeah, then he would have probably would have been crying. He would have totally cried. Um, Um, But every time I saw those wheels catch on fire, I mean, it's terrifying. There's a lot of stuff that I, I just can't believe they can do it. I mean, my brother, I woke up, I watched stuff with him, but it was drag racing and then NASCAR. But I never watched this stuff. Is it televised? Yeah, it's, it is. Um, I mean, that was a big, it was more of an international thing back then and it still is now, but a lot more people know about it now. It's just that was that was the Americans' first big foray into trying to get into the international scene. And it was driven by the money. It was driven by Ford wanting to be known internationally rather than just a domestic car company. Yeah. And taking down Ferrari was one hell of a way to do it. The one thing I didn't like about the movie is how they portrayed Enzo and the Ferrari Corporation. And... I'm probably betting they're they're not happy about it either because they make the they make Enzo and the Ferrari come off as complete dicks. Mm-hmm. And I, I from everything I've read and seen about Enzo is he was a very respected gentleman and that they wouldn't have right acted like that. So there was a lot of and a lot of like the antics of Carol Shelby in the pits. I don't know how much of that was true, but it makes Carol Shelby look like a dick. You know, like, oh, we're going to cheat to get ahead kind of thing. And it was just like, really, you know, if he did it, then he did it. But I don't know if it was a decision that was made by the, hey, let's throw this funny moment in there just for the fun of it. You know, the dropping the lug nut, stealing the timers. So, but if you have a chance to see it, I highly recommend it. It's probably one of the top 10 of the year for me. Um, I, I, and I enjoyed it a lot. I think Jason would have liked it too. I mean, I would see it again, but I can see a lot of things again. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's lots of movies that are out right now that I have not gotten to. I haven't seen The Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Well, these That's what's coming out this weekend. That's why I haven't seen it. That makes me feel much better. <laughs> We already talked about you got Frozen 2 you're going to see. Um, we have tickets for Thursday. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood comes out this weekend. El Mr. Rogers. And we just had um, Mr. Rogers Day. Was that National Kindness Day? Was the other day? There was this cute picture of a hospital baby room and all the babies were dressed as Mr. Rogers. <laughs> oh, and our favorite Knives Out is coming out. So we have tickets yeah. for that. Saturday, Saturday night, it's an early access, so this is a week before it's, it's coming out. So, so 
I'm seeing that one. And then the other one that I've been looking forward to for a while is 21 Bridges. It's got um, Chadwick Bosman. It's directed by about? the Russo brothers. It's about, they basically shut down New York City <clears throat> to go after cop killers. Chadwick Bosman is the detective. This movie felt like it was supposed to come out back in April or May of this year, and they pushed it all the way back to now. Um, so I'm hoping whatever they did was worth it. But this, like I said, it's by the Russo brothers who directed um, the Marvel movies and Chadwick Bosman who played back Black Panther. It looks good. Want to see it. Um, other stuff that's coming soon. Dark, dark <clears throat> waters looks good. I think dark waters. Yeah. That's got, uh, Mark Ruffalo in it. Yeah. I mean, and, um, Todd Haynes did some interesting movies. Like he, he's the director and he did velvet gold mine and he did Carol and I'm not there and far from heaven. So those are some really, He's got a wide range of things that he's done. So, um, the this one is firmly lined up in the going for the Oscar contender. Yeah, a corporate defense attorney takes on an environmental lawsuit against a chemical company that exposes a lengthy history of pollution. So, yeah, we've got yeah, Tim Robbins is in there too, and Hathaway is in there. So, we've got some big hitters in there. I think it looks interesting. I would probably go see that one. If I have time, I will. I would love to. And then we have Citizen K. And we have uh, Queen and Swim is coming out. Basically a modern Bonnie and Clyde type thing. And And Jumanji. (laughs) I saw the uh, preview for Jumanji. Did you see the newest one or the newest one? one? I was sitting in the theater today and they okay. showed it. Yeah, so it was the one where Brittany comes back at the end. She's like, hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black plays I, that role so well. I love Jack Black. <clears throat> He's an interesting dude. I've been... Um, we've been watching um, the live action. I'm just going to... I'm just going to throw you like a little... Just throw you something and you... Tell me what you think real quick. How, did you see the live action Aladdin? Yes. I've already discussed how I don't like it. Okay. Who would you have casted as Genie? Mm, that's a tough one. Because Definitely not Will Smith. They're saying, I'm saying they, because just because, that Robin Williams said, if I couldn't do it, that it should be... Will Smith? I don't know. I can't. That. I don't know. I have to look that up. And I see honestly think Wayne Brady would have been a better um, genie than Will Smith. So you you're, don't know who Wayne Brady is. Do yes, you? I absolutely okay. do. Okay. I wasn't sure you no, were staring off. I'm thinking. So I, I just was wondering because Will Smith did nothing for me at all. Mm-mm. Maybe Will Smith 20 years ago. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think Will Smith twenty years ago would have. I just he. I don't think he pulled it off well enough. I don't know. They needed somebody that's more of a character actor and not somebody that's a leading man, yeah, type thing, who's trying to be funny. Um, right. 
who's naturally funny and can do lots of different voices. I'm trying to think of, I mean. That's why I want Wayne Brady. The guy can sing well and he can do voices and he's a natural comedic actor. But that been interesting. I mean, that would have been really interesting. I mean, it's just kind of. But your main draw of that movie is who's going to play the genie. And yeah. so you needed a big draw. I guess. You know, when Aladdin came out in, what was that, 92, 93, 92. Something, yeah, something like that. Um, I don't recall the draw being Robin Williams as a genie. No. It was just, it was another Disney movie. And then when you went to see it, you went, holy crap. Yeah. But now, like, you're trying to, like, how are you going to get people to see this movie that's a little bit dated and not really, well. Done. Depicted in. Like, sure, not you're saying. Uh, yeah. Um, the only way I think that you could do that is to put a big star in the genie role. <sighs> and I think it was the wrong star, but. <clears throat> anyway, okay, so that's just a little throwback. Um, just a little random asking there. And what things are you wanting, do you feel like you're missing out on, on Netflix that if you had the time you'd be watching? I'm just curious, since you said you felt like. Well, I know, like, uh, Dolomite is my name. I want to catch that, the new Eddie Murphy one that's on there. I saw the trailer for that one. I thought it looked good. And I like Eddie Murphy when he's on. Yes. Um, you know, like, you, if you want to see Eddie Murphy when he's on, watch the original Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, of course. Uh, um, oh speaking God. of which, there's a four coming, and it's coming directly to Netflix. Interesting. An interesting tie-in there. Um, and uh, Eddie Murphy and Dreamgirls, you know. They're, when Eddie Murphy is on, he's on. But when he's off, it's he's a really, disaster. It's, pretty, it's yeah. like Adam Sandler. When Adam Sandler movies are oh, off, they're off the charts horrible. Um, but Dolomite didn't look like that. It looked like this was Eddie comfortable. And so I want to catch that one. Is it a comedy um, or a tra- is Frenchy comedy or comedy? Tra- okay, yeah. good. Um, what else was on there? Um, well, they had. Do you want to watch the Laundromat or not? <sighs> not really. I like Meryl, but I just really there was nothing that really drew me to want to watch it. I know that's a bad thing to say. No, it's not. There's just a lot of there's like fractured. Um, uh, Criminal United Kingdom is one that I wanted to watch. It's got uh, David Tennant in it. And what they're sp- supposed to be doing is a couple different versions of these where they basically have y- you watching basically from um, the interrogation room and they unravel the murder of or the instance of what happened. And they've brought in some pretty high talent people to be part of it. Oh, I hear and that. the I way they saying. tell it, you don't know if they're guilty or not. And so that's been sitting in there in my queue. I'm just like, I gotta. I watch just this. added gotta it this. to gotta mine. Watch this. Gotta watch this. And uh, I haven't been. I haven't been disappointed in anything David Tennant's been in or been involved in. I think he makes very smart choices. So, did you finish Dark Crystal? No, it's still in my queue. Okay, so you started watching it. And it's just like me. It's one of those, once I clear everything else out, I'm pretty sure I'll come back to it. But 
the other thing that's kind of been distracting me is there's been a couple of games that have come out the last couple of oh, weeks. Which, which ones? Um, so Death Stranding. Um, what do you play it on? These are all PlayStation 4. I like okay. PlayStation 4. And uh, so Death Stranding, I don't even know where to put this in genre. It's kind of its own thing. Um, yeah. I played a couple hours on it. I think it's fantastic in design, but I got a little old of it and just kind of walked away from it because Star Wars Fallen Order came out and you basically play as a Jedi and get to go through Star Wars land and have fun. And I'm about five hours into that, I think. So that's been taking, that took a little bit of my time over the weekend away from other <laughs> things, but there's something fun about swinging a lightsaber around and <laughs> acting like a Jedi and disappearing from the world for a little bit. Um, so yeah, those, and then the, the games I'm really waiting for got pushed back in the spring. So my design, you know, it happens all the time. Just there's a lot that goes into these movies. Did you say this? There's a galaxy quest documentary coming out. No. Yeah. It's called never surrender. It's coming out or is it already on there? It's coming soon. Never surrender a galaxy quest documentary. And it says get tickets. Yeah. Doesn't that's very, appeal to me. Very interesting. I, I've seen galaxy quest. Uh, wasn't really I high haven't. on it. <laughs> I haven't seen I it. am really looking forward to Knives Out, though. I'm, I am, too. I'm excited. I think that'll be fun. Um, There's another... There's a lot of things that are on Amazon Originals that I... I, I want to see... Uh, I want... Fleabag is in there for me. And then there's a Fleabag... There was like a movie or there was... Hold on. The Flea bags, a series on Amazon. I know, but the little had, a, um, had a flea bag, like uh, event. Would they do it like a marathon? Yeah, flea bag. No, it says a hilarious, award-winning woman. It's a one-woman show, so it's broadcast live. Oh, that's what they did. They did have broadcast live to cinemas um, from the London's West End. So they did a. Yeah, thing downtown. That's pretty cool. So that's what the little did. That's awesome. I'm. I saw the. Uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the poster there. Anyway, moving on. So what else gained your fancy this week? I, you know, honestly, I haven't. I my daughter. Started we started watching um, Downton Abbey, and she still she fell in love with Matthew, um, and then he Matthew dies, and she went into mourning, and then now she is totally Dan Stevens is her man and her guy, and so she's like watch I think Dan Stevens. I mean, we don't really watch a ton of shows because I trying to like keep him Dan Stevens as in Dan Stevens Beauty and the Beast yeah so she had she watched she had to watch Beauty and the Beast and then she likes to listen to she tells Google or Alexa whichever one's listening to her um, to play the song he sings but de-beasted 
So it's just his voice singing it, which is actually a really nice voice. Um, <laughs> you could actually tell Alexa to tell to sing. No, but there, but there's one called Debeasted, and it just has his voice on it. Huh. So it's kind of cool. Uh, Forevermore is that song? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Sing. The thing that he's really, really good in, but she can't watch it, is Legion. We were going through movies to see if there was anything else she could watch. Yeah, it's an it's actually an FX series, but it's it looks cool. It's creepy, in like trippy, creepy. Oh, but there's a lot of like adult oriented stuff in there. Yeah, so. no, I would never watch but, that. But um, it's it's actually a superhero show because he's he is the <clears throat> he's Professor X's son okay oh interesting yeah but it it's like mind bendingly weird like you would think that like you took um some acid or something and decided to watch a show like it there's times when it folds in on itself 50 times and you don't know what you're watching but i was going to look here to see so traveling back to Disney Plus, what would be the first thing that you're going to watch with your kids? Oh, jeez. I don't know. I mean, I really have to, like, really search. Because I like so many of the old things. But I've watched, I already had them watch a lot of stuff. Like, probably some, are there some black and whites on there? There's stuff all the way back to Steamboat Willie. Okay. Because Harper wanted to start watching some black and white movies, which is perfect because it's kind of getting to be that time of year. So, um, I don't, I, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot here. Okay. What don't you have on video? I don't have any of them on video. That's right. You're not a Disney household. I mean, Kendra has everything. Well, my household, my, my mother owns everything yeah so and she has a mom on vhs so she has tons of vhs stuff that she had to redo with and then wendy owns everything that has this disney they're, they're very disney and i don't know why i'm not like what happened why am i not disney i don't know why i i like the mouse i like mickey i like going to disney world it's fine so well, it's probably like me and country music with my family. Everybody else in my family is all enthralled and loves country music, and I can't stand it. But I don't, I don't not like it. It's just not my. I, it's not my thing. My best friend in high school, my gosh, she wore Mickey almost every single day. She everything was Mickey Mouse. She just got married in Disney World, so everything is Mickey Mouse her entire life. I had to have a chuckle as I was going through. It seems like at least once a week I have somebody in my feed is at Disney World. It's getting ridiculous. Like over the past two months, almost I, one a week. I just want there. to go there for um, in October. Our family really wants to go there for Halloween. I'm not. I'm, I told my wife, I said, I'm, I'm not going to go spend my money there. I just don't. There's other things I'd want to spend my money on. I just think it's a waste it's actually fun. 
And it, it does Think make you feel good. Think of all the places you could visit with that money, though. That's what I keep going back to. I could visit like 10, 20 amusement parks. Oh, I don't care about amusement parks. I was thinking about over abroad. I was thinking all the places you could go abroad now that. Well, even that. I mean, you can go to, uh, you can have a round trip to Ireland for under 500 <sighs> bucks right now. Okay. So Jason is landing <sighs> in London and spending a couple of days there. And his hotel is at the Heathrow Airport. That is what he booked. He's like, I know, honey, that you would not have approved of this, but going into the town, you know, going into town, going into the city and trying to find, I'm like, seriously, you're just going to sit at Heathrow Airport? Just go in and get a hotel that you can see things from your hotel room if you're going to be in your hotel room the entire time. God, it's just, I know, it's just a waste. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, but. He needs the Valerie tour guide. <laughs> Well, he's just like, this is just not a trip that, you know, if, you know, this is just not that kind of trip, except that he's like, he sends you a picture. Thank you. Thank you. That's not this kind of trip. Here's the food. Look, I'm on the Eiffel Tower, honey. Oh, look, it's Notre Dame, honey. Don't worry. It's not that kind of trip. Oh, look. I'm like, I want to barf, but I want to be happy for him at the same time. Like, I'm a horrible wife because I want to be happy for him, but at the same time, like, this sucks. But... Good for you for going. And and then I said, well, did you take pictures? Well, I got some. If you're going to go, at least take a lot of pictures. You know what I mean? I think that would be, that's nice. But it's work stuff. So whatever. I don't know. I mean, he's probably working his tail off not having any sleep. So, yeah. Um, he keeps saying, I'd rather be there. I'd rather be in Rochester. As he's on the Eiffel Tower, he's saying, I'd rather be in Rochester. And so he says, well, we'd rather be there. Oh, and he shows us the windmill from, he shows us um, Moulin Rouge. Oh, man. Seriously? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Anyway, whatever. Okay, so moving on. Uh, I think, what do you think that you're going to really get to this week in the movies? What are your top ones that you're going to? Knives Out. Knives Out. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to the other ones. And what about I've got anything I've streaming? Got three photo gigs this week, so ooh, and streaming probably nothing. Um, added to what I have already, just, probably just the single shows, and then it'll be Amazon and and the High Castle. I'll probably try to get through High Castle this week. I am so behind that I don't think I could watch it. Right, like start right now. I'd be too. I only confused. have nine more episodes left, and I'm done with the season three, and then it's off, off my plate for good. I'm still, I'm in season one or season two. I just started season two, but that was a long time ago. So I, I'm like, I had a hard time with it. I don't know why. And then, um, if I make it through that, then I've got backlog of DVR stuff that I gotta just like normal TV shows that I've gotta. What TV with. shows do you watch? Um, let's see. We got SWAT. Got it's not Blind Spot. What's the other one? Why am I forgetting the name of it? It's the one with Raymond Reddington on it. I don't know anything I've, about television. Yeah, I've mentioned it before. I can't remember the name of it right now, off the top of my head. So that and a couple other ones, just. I, I just watch them as I have time to fill in. 
I don't have anything on. And then there's all the like CW like superhero shows. I used to like some of the things that I used to love to watch. This is kind of ridiculous. It's maybe silly, but um, I don't even know they're on anymore. Like Barefoot Contessa. Is that even going still or are those like I been over for no clue what that is? Is oh. that a cooking show? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's a cooking show. The The Barefoot Contessa, um, this is funny because I used to watch it all the time to the point where little Zoe, I was telling her um, that Ina, because <laughs> her name is Ina Garden, and I love her so much and she's so warm and like you just watch the show and just like, ugh. And she would say, Ina, Ina. I mean, she loved Ina. Like she was like, Grandma Ina. She's on the show. Like we were talking about, I said, I just wanted her to be my neighbor and go over to her house. But she seems to be neighbors with a whole bunch of really gorgeous gay men that come over and eat food. I don't know. But it's a great show. (laughs) Let me see. It's still on first episode and I can't tell. Yeah, it's on TV still, I think. She's still going. Good on. Good for Ina. Anyway, um, so I probably am going to go see Knives Out. I have tickets for that. And so I have to go. And seeing Frozen 2. So I'll be seeing that one. Yay. And then I really want to watch The Laundromat. So those are the three that I really want to talk about next week. I mean, in more depth. I would love to be able to sneak in 21 Bridges and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Just don't know. If you did, gosh, what a great show it would be. We would really have it covered. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't know where the time's going to come from. (laughs) We'll see. There's that balance of like, you can only escape so much time from your family (laughs) before they get mad at you. Oh, trust me. I know. But guess what? I have a big ticket coming up. (laughs) Guess what? Here you go. Here they are. I'm leaving. I'm just kidding. Um, You're going to cash in your chips. <laughs> yeah. I am going to cash in my chips. When's you come back? A Saturday. So I'm actually oh, going to see a show that night. And um, That's Knives Out. No. On Saturday. Saturday I'm seeing it. Saturday is Knives Out. No, it's not. Yes, it is. This coming Saturday? Yeah. Wait. I check it. Okay, well, maybe I'm not seeing Knives Out then because I am seeing Kendra in a show. I may have to check cash in my ticket, my ticket, and see it the next night or see it. Oh, it is Friday. That's what I, oh, that's I thought I it was thought, on. Thank God. I was putting it usually on my they do, AMC usually does the early access on Saturdays. This was an odd one that was on a Friday. Okay, good. So I'm seeing it on Friday. See Kendra sing and dance on Saturday. Jason comes home. I missed seeing some shows. Oh, and we're seeing Come From Away on Sunday. Oh, you are? Yeah. Nice. Broadway. Nice. Not the Broadway, but the touring company. That that looked good. Yeah, I like the music to it. I missed going to see um, the niceties. I really wanted to see that, and it passed me by, so that's too bad. Uh, I'm hoping I can figure out how to get down to see Moulin Rouge. Have you? I'm at the music, dude. Like the music. 
Mm. You'd listen to the entire thing all the way through? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think it's better than the original soundtrack. Oh, my God. Okay. Got rid of the... No, the, no, 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 yes. no. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. No. Yeah. I need people to write in. I need <clears throat> you to write in and tell me what you think it's better or not. What the hell was that? That was our timer. We're done. <laughs> Fine. We're done. But people, it, it was, listen to it. You say whether you it think. It got rid of the shitty Nicole Kidman songs. That's bullshit. They were not shitty. Oh, they were horrible. Oh my God. And Nicole Kidman cannot sing. Okay. We're done with the show. Um, people write in. Tell us what you think. I'm not talking to Ron. So I'll be finished with the show. <laughs> On that note, later. <laughs> Bye. show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by and also as always if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing please contact us today what you've heard want to continue to hear more please consider patreon what is patreon you ask patreon is a content creator support site a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love please consider heading over to patreon.com gfmedia and becoming a patreon supporter today